Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? The family podcast for adults. The people who just just do too much, Kim. You just do too much. You gotta learn to pace yourself a little better. I have very limited amount of time. There's no pacing to be had. I know, but don't you think that maybe you're just killing yourself? Well, I should have for... started a few weeks ago. Well, maybe. Maybe I would have started a month ago. And then you could have done two or three things <laughs> like a week. You, there's only so many things you can do. No, you can some of the stuff you're doing, like you're sewing curtains and you're just you're kinda killing yourself and you just it makes me sad. Because I've been to the houses of all the people that are coming and ours is way better. So the way it is right now. Make it even better. I know. I just don't want to see you wearing yourself down to a rotten little nub. I can sleep in about three days. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Anyway, this is episode number 577, Awful Truths. People are starting to learn them. They're going to learn a lot Including more. Including yourself? Uh, I've, I've, are you enlightened? I know all the horribleness that there is. I see it every day. Ah. At some point, 10 or 15 years ago, it just... The mall opened up and I looked into it and I saw it. I was like, oh, this sucks. Anyway, if they want to call us, where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. Mostly everybody's just fucking breaking up left and right. You know. What's Famous up with people, that? people, people, up, people, uh, other podcasts I listen to, just fucking shit. Just Are we next? I don't think so. Because I've been getting kind of the hate out of you. I just Come to on, just because you I'm pester, 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 and I'm, I'm tired. Pester, I'm not pestering. I was very helpful today. I'll talk about that in a little bit, but I've been very helpful. No, but hate. you know, at the same time, then you tell you know, a little naggy. What? I'm a not little na- naggy. I'm not nagging. I'm worried about you because I'm, I- I'm just saying you're working so much that you do things, and I look at you, and I'm like, my wife's gonna fucking end up killing herself because she's too tired to function. I'm saying no. I stop doing things when I'm do you crossing think my you, eyes. You think you do? But I'll, I did. Okay. okay. I put the scissors down and okay. I walked away. Okay. Thank you, Amazon, for being my sponsor. By the way, if you are considering getting yourself a new cell phone, new wireless phone with a new service, mm-hmm. I would suggest you do it through my Amazon link. I did not know that was an option. It's new. It's new. And given that there's probably going to be a new iPhone in about a week, maybe maybe you all should sign yourselves up. That's all I'm saying. Also, thanks to Your Baby Can Read, our fabulous new sponsor. Please go to my site and click the link. Seriously, I'm tired of hearing about it. So, uh, thing one mm-hmm. is now an adult. Right. And she immediately quit her fucking job. One of them. Yeah. Not thrilled with that, but as a reward, yeah, we knew it was coming, though. I, I knew it was coming, but by the same token, I didn't really expect her to go. Ah, fuck it, life of leisure. Yeah, but her point was, is this is the minimum wage job? Okay, well, we'll see. The economy's tough out there. Father's Day's coming. People need big oh, fat stop checks. Stop it. So, as a reward for getting through high school and doing relatively well and getting yourself accepted to a college. And turning 18, I took her to the Apple store and got her her first real computer. 
Well, she has a computer in her room. Yeah, but it wasn't hers. And it's relatively untouched. But it wasn't hers. Well, I know. It's theirs to share. But... Yeah, I don't know what was wrong with that computer. I bought him a computer, and it's admittedly... It's really slow. Okay. It is slow con- compared to what we have now. But you do realize it's essentially the same kind of computer that they have in the other room. I know. It's pretty much brand new. Yes. They'd never use it. They just refuse to. It's It's very obnoxious. So I bought her a MacBook... She's fine. Everything's good. But I was also explaining to her during the trip. She didn't think she was getting one. I totally heckled her. So I took her there thinking that I was going to make her use her student discount to get me a computer. <laughs> well, I know, but you kind of have to string her along. It wouldn't be as much fun if she no. knew what she was going for. Well, we did it before graduation, too, because I didn't want to give her a nice gift in front of my parents and your mom and your sister. Because that's just a fucking bag of worms I don't feel like dealing with. Right. I mean, people will be like, oh, fine. I guess the the $3 music box that I bought her from the Dollar General is just not going to cut it. Cut it out. Oh, fine. The $10 gift card I got her at Barnes & Noble probably looks like shit now. Plus, I don't want anybody in our family to think that I have any money at all, ever. That's usually the best route. Because everybody in my family has proven that if they get a whiff that I have money, hands are out. Like, way out. (laughs) You get calls from brothers you hadn't heard from in five, six years. Oh, my fucking God. A couple of years ago. Now, keep in mind, my family does not contact me for any reason. It's been years since somebody from my family has called me. They usually call when somebody's pregnant or somebody's gay married. Right. And they don't don't ask to talk to me. Mm -hmm. They talk to you for a few minutes and then you quietly shut them the fuck up and hand them off to a kid. But a couple of years ago, my brother calls me and goes, yeah, we're all going to chip in and buy mom and dad a deck for the back of their house. Now, I want to be clear. The deck they're talking about building is it was a two-story essential add-on to the fucking house. It, it was not a deck. It was a monstrosity. It was going to add like 500 square feet to the fucking bedroom and like 1,000 square feet to the house. And I just said, no. And everybody acted like I was a giant douche. Well, you have more money than your little brother. Okay, everybody has more money than my little brother. He, yeah, but the part guy of that was that, is they were actually providing the labor, which if I had the skills and I was close there, I would donate that as well. Okay, yeah, because that was the plan. I was going to pay for everything and they were going to fucking build it. To which I felt like saying, why don't you just go one step further and cut down some fucking trees and turn them into planks and then build it? Everybody wins. Mm-hmm. Now. So I, I got it. I got her the the MacBook, and because the the back to college thing, she gets a free iPod, which is really an awesome deal. Yeah, it's you nice have to deal. wait a couple of weeks though. It's yeah, like a rebate whatever. thing. Whatever. But I'm not too worried days. about that. I don't fucking care. And if you go to buy the deal, is you buy a MacBook and then you get an eight gig eight gigabyte iPod iPod Touch for free. You're not gonna get the eight gigabyte. You're gonna have to spring another fifty or hundred bucks to get the next biggest size because they're gonna be out of the eight. I guarantee you. I wonder how many of the eights they had. Like one, just Not to many. say that they fulfilled it. <laughs> Not many. That's what I'm going to say. Not a lot. But that's neither here nor there. I bought it for her because I wanted to send her out into the world with a tool that she could use to get her, make her way. You know what I mean? She's going to be it for college. Mm-hmm. And really, as I was explaining to her, this is kind of going to cover a lot of things. If you move out, you can watch TV on it. You know, you can get the internet, you can watch movies on it, whatever whatever but i also pointed out that she's no longer a child now and how did she take that Mm, she did not think it was very funny 
No, I don't think she, I think she's having a hard time with it. Well, like it or not. Okay, I have to accept the fact that she's an adult now, and that means she does too. Mm-hmm. And like I told her, there's a lot of stuff that's not going to change. You know, you'll stay on my cell phone plan. You can still live here. Nobody's throwing you out. We'll still pay for your health insurance stuff. Car insurance is still on you. But you can't just live here anymore. You know, you're kind of a, you're still our kid, but you're also kind of an adult roommate now. And that means you got to fucking take care of your own shit. Yeah. Did you go into specifics? Well, I just said, I I don't know exactly what we're going to have you do, but I can guarantee you that your mom's not washing your clothes and you're not swimming in the pool if you don't help clean it. Oh, is that (laughs) why she offered to help me? I don't know. Well, she probably doesn't even remember, Kim. Um, but I did. That's the deal. You don't clean the pool. You don't swim in it. Cause like, I don't know. Do you think I'm being unreasonable? A lot of people, I don't know. I don't know. I was talking about work. People thought I was being a complete dickhead, but I, I don't fucking care. She's not, a, she's not a kid anymore. Yeah. I, I don't, I, I can see her struggling with wanting to be carefree and yet wanting to take the next step. Well, my plan is to lock down a little bit of the carefree. I don't want, I don't want her. A little bit, yeah. I don't, I don't want her to, because she's like, I'm going to go party with my friends. And my no, you're not. You slow the fuck down. Slowly roll, kid. I just don't want her to get into the idea that now that she's out of school, that it's all fun and games. Because it's not. Now's when it starts. Now's the real uh, part. She knows that. We had that same chat a couple of days ago. She's a little bit scared. Well, she should be a little bit. Well, I know. It's exciting and scary at the same time. But she's got a lot easier than you or I ever did. You don't think so? Well, I'm not saying that. I mean, it's different. It's way I mean, different. I went away to school, so. When I turned 18, all my shit was mine. It was just fend for yourself. Good luck. Enjoy, enjoy your day. There's yeah. <laughs> a hundred bucks. Go. Okie dokie. So I don't know. I'll be interested to see what happens. But like I said, this summer, she's going to have to change, change her ways a little bit. I just hope she doesn't flip out about I'll it. I'll be happy if she just cleans her room. Well, that would be good. Yeah. I mean, I guess we'll have to sit down and have a discussion about exactly what's expected of her because the problem is going to be the same as it always is, right? I say stop going out every fucking night and do some shit around the house and everybody goes, oh, that's a good idea. And then it never happens. And then I get mad at her and everybody goes, God, that's a dick. Listen, I'm yelling at her because she's just going out with her friends. So that's the thing. We're going to have to make rules, but we're going to have to stick to them. Are you, I mean, are you on board? I guess that's the real question. Are you on board or should I even bother? No, we're going to have to have a powwow. Will it involve sticks? No, cut it out. Sometimes you got to fight for what you want. So I don't know. We'll see. Uh, it'll be interesting. But like I said, I'm trying to wean her off because in a couple of years, she's going to be going. You know what I mean? She's going to be heading out into the fucking wild blue yonder. That's her plan anyway. Everybody has that plan. And you're also happy because it's the end of the school year. Yeah, but you know what sucks? I'm sure uh, there's going to be a giant list. No, the bad thing about the end of the school year is uh, the teleparent system keeps telling me that we have books to turn in. Okay, I don't, 
I don't know where any of this shit started, but unless I see my kid's signature on something that she has a book, I, they can fuck right off. I know. Thing two keeps being told that she needs to return her textbook that she never checked out to begin with. Well, and here's the problem. If it was any of our kids, but thing two, I would be perfectly happy. I know. See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? It's, it's very not cool. possible she checked it out and it's sitting in her locker, which she hasn't opened again. It's very possible she checked it out and, and it's sitting in the fucking floorboard of the kid who gives her a ride home from school every day. It's no. sitting in their fucking car. It's very possible. And that's the thing that irritates me is I'm, I, I don't want to pay for a fucking book. Right? Right. But because of which kid it is, I don't have a fucking leg to stand on. Yeah, I, I just don't know. I've never seen this textbook. I don't know if that helps. Well, I'm going to go with, did she sign for it? I don't know. Well, if if there's not a signature on it, she didn't fucking sign for it. You know what I'm saying? If I don't, if they can't present to me a proof that she took it, then she didn't take it. Then fuck off. But you'll get to sleep in. Are you excited about that? Sleep in? I am. Except, you know, I'll have to get you up for, for work, right? Well, since you get up at five o'clock in the fucking morning, I would think that seven thirty is sleeping. It is, but I, I'm pretty sure hours. I'm going to drift. So the the time factor, sleep amount, probably won't be that much different. I don't know. Last year, you guys all drifted real bad by the middle of June. Even you were getting up and then going back to bed and sleep until nine thirty or ten. Same. Yeah, we'll see. Anyway, if you're like me and you're stupid and you need to learn how to read, your baby can read, can teach your kid to read. Do it. Don't be a shitty parent. Go to my website. Click the link. Are we there at podcast.com? There's a link at the top. Click it. You'll go to a page and that'll be it. You'll sign up. They'll send you some free gifts. You'll love it. And before you know it, your kid will be reading. Do you think they um, have free textbook replacement? No. I'm 100% Boom. sure... That if you teach your kid to read, their their goal is that when you teach your kid to read very small, they'll read off the internets, and before you know it, they won't need textbooks. They won't even need to go to school. That's how smart they'll be. Well, uh, Thing 2 actually got to keep her English textbook, and she asked me if she could burn it in the backyard. Oh, God. Sure, why not? I was like, no way. I can't even trust you to take a cake out of the oven. How can I trust you to burn a book in the backyard? You know what? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this one more time, and I wanna, I'm going to be clear. The next time somebody gets baked goods in this house and it's not me, I'm leaving. I'm running away. Fucking people cooking shit for people I don't even fucking know. And do I get even a single cupcake? No. A cookie? She didn't make a cupcake. No. She made a Pikachu cake. You know, you can't make Are you a, supposed to do? Cut the tail off? You couldn't pour a little bit into a cupcake tin? No? Nothing? Uh, who knows make, if there's any left over? Couldn't make, couldn't be smart enough to make two cakes—one for your family, one for all the little shit, ungrateful shitheads that I've fed all year. All I'll, these kids. I'll bake you a cake. No, nah, I don't want a cake from you. That's what I was saying. Yeah, I just want people whenever they're out, like, look at this, look what I made, look, I made. I know I have a dad, but who cares? What? I don't think everybody. See, this is not one of those things where everybody thinks I'm being ridiculous. I, I think it's really mean of my children to constantly and i mean once a month somebody's making a cake they're making cookies they're making fucking cupcakes for someone else and never make one for us to have here never never even crosses their mind to go you know what'd be nice i could make some brownies for my family nope i won't make some brownies is there any left nope took them all to school how about that corner piece can i have that nope taking them all to school 
Do I think that's offensive? I guess. I don't know. I, I guess because I'm really not supposed to be eating them anyway. It doesn't bother me. Well, I'm not asking for us each to have our own personal cake. I'm just saying, wouldn't it, if you were, I mean, how how do you think they would feel if you cooked dinner one day and said, no, nah, this is not for you? Yeah, I don't know. I've had them come home before and ask if there's leftovers, but they didn't tell me they were going to be home for dinner in the first place. No. Girls, I hate them. All right, start the news. There's an ugly secret of global poverty, one rarely acknowledged by aid groups or UN reports. It's a blunt truth that is politically incorrect, heartbreaking, frustrating, and ubiquitous. It's that if the poorest families spent as much money educating their children as they do on wine, cigarettes, and prostitutes, their children's prospects would be transformed. Much suffering is caused not only by low incomes, but also by short-sighted also by short-sighted private spending decisions by heads of households. Yeah, this guy went to Africa. And I'm sure it's more than one place, but this guy went to Africa and uh, he he did a study of all the poor people there. And this guy was like, look, I, I lost two babies to mosquito because I didn't have mosquito netting. They got malaria and they died. And the guy said, well, uh, you know, mosquito netting $6.00. And it'll last for a long time, like $6, maybe $6 a year. If you're careful, your mosquito net could last for a whole year. And he goes, yeah, but I don't have any money. And this guy starts looking around, right? And admittedly, the guy does not make a shit ton of money. He makes a couple bucks a day. So in a month, he might make $60, right? Which, okay, right. that's not a lot. Six, $6 is 10% of one month's intake, right? But eh, two of your babies not dying. But he did have enough money. To spend twelve dollars a month on booze and twenty dollars a month on a cell phone for him and his wife. Yeah, I I don't understand that. But I guess it's it's like selfish. They know they can get a buzz quickly. I don't know, it's weird. I don't I don't understand it. I can't figure it out. I don't know. I know. <laughs> Here's the thing. I know what it's like to be poor, right? And go, I, I just, I literally don't have money and I have to decide between TV and food. That's my choice. If I get cable TV, I don't eat for a week. Right? Right. So my choice is, I guess I'll eat. Yeah, I mean, but that's selfish, right? That I would eat rather than get TV? Yes. I mean, it's self-preservation, but they're talking about if you had plenty of food, are you going to spend X number of dollars on your children so they can have a better life? Or would you rather spend it on cigarettes or alcohol or something else for yourself to make your life even better? People suck. That's what I'm saying. But anyway, people are mad at this guy because he's saying, you know, poor people keep making dumb choices and Mm -hmm. that's why they're always going to be poor. Now, in some cases, I understand that's probably not true. Like Africa just sucks ass. You're going to be poor if you live in Africa. Unless, you know, one day you pick up a sword. See, this is the thing. People say Africa is one of those places. There's just no potential. But honestly, if you were a dude and you just picked up a sword one day and started carving your path to empire, you'd be like Conan. You would rule Africa. You could unite it under one bloody scimitar. As long as you had a mosquito net and some bug spray. Well, your neighbors, malaria will strike you down pretty eh, easily. You just start with your neighbor's house. They got mosquito netting, kick in the door, take it, chop their heads off. 
There you go. Now you have your kingdom now went from one hovel to two hovels. So that works. Okay. So here's the thing, though, about what you're saying is, you know, that dilemma exists, but they don't want the AIDS groups reporting it or discussing it because they don't want this guy. They don't want this guy putting out a report saying uh, mosquito nets aren't really the problem. The problem is that people could buy mosquito nets. They could afford the six dollars for mosquito nets, but they decide to blow it on cheap hooch and whores. Don't you think that's important to be reported? Are they relying yes, on it is other people just to give them the mosquito nuts? Because there are plenty of other charities out there that supply nets. I mean, that's their sole function. Yes. You know what else we could do? And this is another unpopular thing. Blast DDT all over the fucking place. Did you realize well, they used to do that? Do you realize we almost had malaria beat even in the shitty third world countries? We almost had it beat. And people are like, we got to stop using DDT. Which would they rather have, do you think? Alcohol and prostitutes. No, I mean, if you had to pick between the side effects of DDT and fucking malaria, which do you I want? Because that is your choice. Sense. But does it, you know, is it a bigger disservice to kind of sweep that under the rug? Well, I mean, it, who's it really helping? Yeah, their problem is if you go out and say poor people are poor because they're stupid. That's not people will just stop donating money. That's what they well, think will happen. Not necessarily saying they're stupid so much as they're making other choices with their money. Okay. Anybody that chooses to go keep supplying themselves with cheap moonshine instead of taking half that money one time and buying mosquito nuts so their kids don't die, that's you're stupid. You're stupid. Whatever horrible shit happens to you, you deserve. But that's that's a concern is that people will stop donating money if they any they, if they find out exactly what's going on. They're afraid that right. People want to donate money so that they feel like they're lifting people out of poverty. Here's a tip: you're never going to do that. I don't give a shit how much you, you know, those kids you can feed in Africa for 99 cents a week. Yes. Their life will always be shitty. You, you've made it marginally less shitty and made it possible for them, for them to live to the ripe old age of 30 before they're stricken down by some kind of ridiculous disease or inter. Well, that's not to say that it's not a good thing to feed them. I, I don't I, think in this world of abundance where, grain goes to rot and and food is withheld for political reasons i I don't really see any reason why people should go hungry well jesus disagrees with you jesus says feed a man a bucket of grain and he will promptly get dysentery and die teach a man to make a bucket of grain and he'll get enough grain to go kill his neighbor that's what jesus said right i'm paraphrasing but the problem is aid doesn't help anybody. You, you understand that, right? It does not help. There have been study after study done. When you, we send aid to countries, it makes it worse. Ask Haiti how happy they were for our help during this last earthquake thing. Because you know what we did today? Yeah, I heard we're leaving. We're going home. <laughs> Mission accomplished, Haiti. Well, you know, here's See the ya. thing, too, about Haiti is they're receiving so much of the funding that it's mismanaged. Yeah, because Haiti's like every other shithole on the planet. You're you're pouring money into it, and there's a thousand dudes that are taking that money. And where do you think it's going? Exactly. Away. There's nobody to oversee it. It's going there's away. Too much money. It's a mind-boggling amount of money. They don't know what to do with yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, and I, I just want to be clear. I'm not saying we shouldn't help other countries. I'm saying what we do does not help. That's what I'm saying. Sending money to Africa will never help Africa. 
teaching people how to fucking function and how to build a better sustainable world for themselves will help them. We don't do that. We just send them a bunch of rice and say, enjoy. Yeah. And the truth of the matter is apparently they're stupid. So maybe we should just stop. All right. Here's another case of stupid. This came to us from Aggie Knoll. Thank you. Fire crews investigating a mysterious stench found an elderly couple buried alive under mounds of garbage in their Chicago home, authorities said Tuesday. The couple, in their 70s, were found Monday night, Fire Department spokesman Larry Langford said. The Fire Department team forced in the door of the Southside home and found an overpowering smell, piles of food waste, and trash. Police had initially been called to the two-flat apartment building by neighbors who had not seen the couple in some time and wondered about their welfare. Police called in the fire department because of the stench, and the team that entered wore hazardous material suits. At the risk of offending the hoarders that listen to the show, come the fuck on. This is, we were, you and I were talking about this the other day. I think there's a whole bunch of problems that don't exist in most places in the world because there's no place in the world that is as stupid as we are. This, this hoarding shit? You mean the, the excess, the collection of material goods? Yeah, that and the, the inability to just let shit go. I mean, come on, you're just, you're buried in your own garbage and filth. It's, it's ridiculous. Well, you know, obviously they, the people that have the hoarding issue don't always see it for what it is. They honestly have some sort of emotional tie to the material object and and they don't really see it as a problem. It's usually a problem for their loved ones and they will address it because it's bothering somebody else, not necessarily them. Which is why people will die in mounds of garbage in the middle of their kitchen. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, to, to me, this is the kind of, this problem is just indicative of modern culture in the United States. The, the urge is to acquire without end and to never let anything go. But the problem is that it's creating some kind of psychological dilemma for some of these people where, the, where they can't part with anything. Now, I understand that these people are old and maybe they live through the Great Depression or whatever, but still, it doesn't make any goddamn sense. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, I think uh, that type of hoarding issue, people become very isolated when they have that. They don't want people over. They try to be self-sufficient as much as possible, ordering in. But, you know, at the same time, then they because they are so isolated, they're so sheltered that it works against them in the long run. Maybe when we find cases like this, we just board up the doors and windows and call it a day. Get out. Come back, come back whenever all the rot has drained out and then fix the place up and sell it to somebody else. It's just, I, I don't know. I'm having more and more problems with these disorders that I keep seeing that are becoming more and more common. And I don't approve. I, I don't think this hoarding shit, I, I don't think it's, A, I don't think it's real. I, I think it's a, a psychological problem that stems from a whole bunch of other shit. And and B, if nobody cares enough for to okay, here's here's my new rule. If nobody gives a shit enough to keep you from living in your own filth, then maybe it's just best if we just, like I said, send you away. Well, a lot of people have very fragile psyches and families don't like to rock the boat. Or if the hoarding issue is a a large issue, oftentimes family members it's too much of a hassle yeah. to be in and it doesn't mean they don't love them. It's just an uh, 
insurmountable task that usually one or two people can't tackle on their own. I would. I mean, it takes a team of people to address it. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, it's just one of those things where I have a hard time getting my head around it. And I don't think like, okay, here's a good example. Let's say my crazy grandmother one day, people are like, she's hoarding all this shit. What do we do? What do we do? And my answer is you have her committed. That'll fix the problem, right? She's clearly crazy. She's destroying property. She's creating a hazard for herself and others. It's time to go away. Well, then that requires a certain financial commitment. I'm calling the state. I don't think they'll necessarily take them. Oh, the state will commit somebody if they can't take care of themselves. They'll do it in a fucking heartbeat. If you go, eh, we're not taking care of them. I do research I on this. When you have I don't a- know. It's sad. I, I don't think anybody should die like that. I'm assuming they went one at a time. Unless, of course, it was they like a die. serious avalanche. They didn't die. Wait. No, no. They got them out. They're sick. They're in the hospital, but they, oh. they didn't die. They didn't die. The story had a happy ending. If they died, no, this is a sad story. Oh, it said buried alive. I guess I didn't catch that part because they, they were talking about the stench in the hazmat suits. I assumed that they were <laughs> no, decomposing no, 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 under no, no, all no, that no, rock no, no, and no. rubble. No, no, it was just nasty because they tipped over the garbage. I don't Boom. know. It's, it's just weird. And like I said, I think it's some kind, something weird going on in our society because this never used to be a problem. Right? Like, if you ask your grandma about hoarders, she's like, are you fucking crazy? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, maybe crazy old Ned who lived out in the junkyard was a hoarder. But who fucking knows? He lived out on the edge of town. Maybe the stinky station wagon man, you think he was a hoarder? Yes. Okay, I don't think he was a hoarder. I just think he had too much shit. He He lived in a station wagon. I think the station wagon was his spillover. No, he lived in it. I know, because he had a house full of key wrap. You think he had a house somewhere? Yes. No, I don't think so. (laughs) Really? I do. That's weird. And I think there was no more room, and so he moved to the car, and then that became overfilled as well, and boo. All right, here's my last story. Cindy Corton, 35, was left with the handle of a bathroom plunger embedded in her buttock, after a drunken fall in a friend's bathroom in 2005. I do not. She was twice seen by hospital staff in the aftermath of the incident, and an x-ray was carried out. But an inquest heard it took Ms. Corton of Sleaford, Lincolnshire, two years to convince doctors that the handle was lodged in the flesh of her bottom. After two unsuccessful operations in 2007, Mrs. Corton underwent further, much riskier surgery, and died from massive blood loss at Nottingham Queens Medical Center in June last year. Yeah, people are saying two years in the chair. No, Georgia girl. From 2005 to 2007, she had it in her. And then in 2010, they actually tried to get it out for reals. So five years to have a plunger handle stuck in your ass. Well, now it's the flesh of her buttock, so it's not like up in her anus. I don't think so. It says... That's what I said. I didn't say I didn't say it was in her rectum. I said it was in her ass. Yeah. It seems like it would be fairly easy to see this something. This doesn't seem to, this like does a not. chunk of something, a knot, a bump, a bulge. Here's the thing. If you x-ray my ass and you see anything, then you would go, there's not supposed to be anything in here. Right? Your ass is made of meat. There's no bone in your ass. Yeek. And, you know, of all things to get lodged up there for a goodly chunk of time. 
bathroom plunger, yeah, not I, exactly the most hygienic item I can think of. It seems very strange. <laughs> That's all it I really can say does. About. And here's my other thing. I don't think you fall on a bathroom plunger. I think this is like, remember Appalachian ha- Hospital yes. on Saturday Night Live? The guy was always like, I was just on my roof, sunbathing naked, and I slipped and fell, and the statue of the Eiffel Tower got lodged in my butt. Please help me get it out. Well, here's the thing. In our bathroom, you'd have to be doing some seriously tricky stuff to fall on the plunger. <laughs> well, Because it's way back in the corner. I mean, I don't think you can even fit back there. Right. You keep the plunger hidden back between the toilet and because the Because of these stories. Right. They do, they do say that it's, it was a freak accident, which leads me to believe that there must have been some serious gymnastics going on. Plus, and not to be a dick again, but plungers are round on the end, right? I don't have, I don't think you have a jagged plunger. Yeah, but if it, if it's wood and you hit it right, I can see if it would break off and like skewer you. But still, but it sounds like I it, would think if you went to the hospital immediately, they would see the carnage. And bleeding. have to bleed, right? I mean, it's not like unless it's she's small. Unless she's super, super fucking fat. Which is not addressed in the story, but I guess it's possible if you're a 400 pounder. I right? And you took a tumble. So. It could get, it could disappear into one of your folds and it embed itself in you. The thing that I find weird, though, is how is getting something out of your butt cheek a, a risky surgery at all, ever? Even if they have to, had to cut a large portion of your butt cheek off, that doesn't well, strike me as risky. Well, you that run back there. But it doesn't seem like it would kill you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and the blood loss. That, that makes me believe that she had some other issues. You think she was giant? I don't know. Seems like she might have been giant. I don't know. Like Abraham Lincoln. What is your obsession with the Abraham Lincoln being giant? What, okay. what show were we watching the other day? You were this heckling is, thing three about that. Okay. Here's the... I heckled people, but everybody in the fucking room looked at me for a minute like, holy shit, maybe he's telling the truth. There was, Until you looked at it. Okay. But everybody believed it for one second. For one second, you lived in a magical world where our president was 16 feet tall. We were watching some show. I don't even remember what it was. Yeah. And they had gone to... I don't know. We're Illinois, right? And so there was a statue of Abraham Lincoln and there was a guy standing next to it. And I said, that statue is life size. Now you guys all knew enough to know that Abraham Lincoln was indeed quite tall. Right. Everybody knew that. And everybody looked at it and then looked at me and then looked at it and looked at me and nobody was willing to say anything for a long time. <laughs> That's not true. It was just a few seconds. And I was like, um, huh? No way. How do you know? How do I know? I was there. Wouldn't it have been better if our president was 16 feet tall? If we were ruled by a race of giants? Well, I said he was tall, but he was not world's <laughs> tallest man tall. I don't know. It looks pretty tall to me. I saw the statue. Thing three thought that would be rocking. I thought it would be rocking, too. I wish we were ruled by giants instead of the idiots that are ruling us now. I'm so I'm so disillusioned by... I'm not even going to talk about it. Yeah, there's stories over there. Wow. <laughs> That was a self-edit before it even happened. Nah, nah, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not going off on too many tangents today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have enough. You have barely enough energy to get through the shows. I wrote the story I wrote down. If I, I know. Start. We're supposed to be trying to keep them short. And we're at 38 minutes. Okay. Okay. We're done. Goodbye. See you guys. Hey. What? You can't do it like that. <laughs> All right. If they want to call us, where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. RWTY show at gmail.com. 
Thank you, uh, Amazon, for being our supporter. Don't forget that you can also order Your Baby Can Read from our website, and you should. I don't, I don't know what I ever did either. You wouldn't. Also, if you're uh, interested in buying a new cell phone anytime between now and I think August 31st, it's a good idea to do it through my Amazon link. I'll have a special one set up that shows a picture of a cell phone. You'll know that's the one. That's where you should buy it. I'm just saying. If you bought one cell phone, a regular telephone, or a regular two-year plan to that, that would be enough money that I would be able to feed myself for a month. And I don't know why you'd want me to starve to death. That's all I'm saying. Uh, don't forget, you can juicesblueware.com, vote first on podcastalley.com, leave us a review on iTunes. Do it. All right, Kim. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing Two. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing Three, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet. Vote for us at PodcastAlley.com. 